Greetings, everybody. Welcome to We Talk Photo. My name is John Peterson, one of your co-hosts, and with me, as always, is Jack Graham. Say hi, Jack. Hi, buddy. Hi, everybody. We're here with our latest edition of our wonderfully aptly titled podcast, We Talk Photo, where Jack and I talk about all things related to photography. On this episode, we have a very special guest with us today. We have Alex Sepko, who is the CEO and co-founder of Skylum. Skylum, as you may know, makes the Luminar photo editing software, along with several other different versions. So we're really honored to have you. Welcome to the show, Alex. Thank you. It's, it's an honor for me as well. Yeah, it's, ex- it's excellent. Alex is coming to us from uh, distant lands, so uh, he's on a little different time zone than us, so we're really appreciative that he could make the time out of his day or night to uh, to join us on this program. John, he already worked a whole day, and I bet you he's got another half a day before he probably goes home tonight. So, Oh, for sure. Thank you for taking the time, Alex. It's a pleasure. It's been two years since we met, and you guys have done amazing stuff, and we're going to Hopefully, uh, let some people know about uh, your products that maybe they have heard of it, but we'll, we want to get them to see it because it's amazing stuff. Sure, sure. So, uh, um, Skylum, Skylum as, as a team, as a company, is um, about two years old. Uh, and before that, most of the team... Uh, especially the product team was engaged with uh, a company called MacFun. So, and we were focusing mostly on Apple related software, uh, the software that works with Macs and phones. But, uh, but then at some point we figured out that, uh, you know, Mac is not the limit and we love the platform, but we really want to work with photographers on Windows and uh, on the web and mobile and uh, basically focus more on uh, you know, high-end innovative software. So we switched uh, the name to Skylum and uh, added a number of people to the team focusing on mach- machine learning and AI. Launched an office in Japan, Germany, and then U.S. and basically uh, launched a new family. Let's put a simple new family of software with a flagship product called uh, Luminar. Uh, so if you so Luminar is as I said, the flagship product focusing on image organization and enhancement. And uh, it, Luminar has an interesting story because when we launched it, we launched it as a plugin for Adobe uh, products. And then, and then we thought, let's also add a library and allow people to use it as a standalone software uh, for either those who want to you know, switch from Adobe or those who just want something different. And now we have two versions of Luminar uh, with same core feature set focused, uh, built on uh, machine learning uh, algorithms. And that's, uh, that's a f- full-featured photo editing tool um, that works as a standalone and plug-in and uh, relies on some uh, proprietary uh, machine learning algorithms to enhance uh, images. And uh, that's, 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 the, that's the key product. And then we have uh, Aurora HDR that we launched together with Trey Radcliffe. And uh, also we have a product called Air Magic because we are all fans of drone photography over here. And we know that a lot of drone photographers are not professional photographers. 
So we launched a little tool for them called Air Magic that automatically enhances aerial photos. So those those are three pieces of software that we currently support, and and also as we like to treat Skylum not just as a software company, but more as a technology or photography technology company. So we're currently working on uh, cloud-based algorithms for automated image enhancement. So businesses and photographers like wedding studios or portrait studios can um, take all their photos and automatically uh, create uh, you know, great-looking photos using the power of machine learning. Yeah, that's a great, uh, great model. You know, the, the, the wedding folks, you know, John and I, when we're out during the day, we, we may make, I don't know, 20, 25, maybe 30 frames a day. Yeah. The wedding guys shoot that in a, in a minute. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the challenge for them is to be able to process these files for their clients quickly. We, we have a partner who is uh, testing uh, our skin enhancement in the cloud right now and uh-huh. they came to us with with uh, 10,000 images that they wanted to use as a test uh-huh. and they're requesting uh, 400,000 images to be processed uh-huh. per day. Wow. The, we, to tell you the truth, we were not ready. So we are, now we are looking how to scale this up because we could handle this volume uh, like they just need it really quickly. So and they, it's a big it's a big studio in China, um, and uh, yeah, that's that's an impressive uh, that's an impressive you know industry that's that's booming. But they do make a lot of photos. That's totally different than what we do, but it's huge. It's, it it's is probably huge. maybe the biggest part of the photography market. Least I would guess, if not if not the biggest. So, so good Alex, idea. To- Alex, let me ask you a question. Um, you know, it seems so. I use all of your products, and I absolutely love them. And uh, but you know, it seems like there's a philosophy behind how you develop your software. Um, and and the philosophy, the way I read it, is kind of around taking a lot of the mundane tasks or the repetitive tasks out of the hands of the photographer and automating them, making it easy to just work in the creative space and not in the sort of the mundane part. And I think you were alluding to that with your wedding photography, but is there kind of a, an overarching philosophy for how you all um, develop and then enhance the different softwares that you have? Yes, yes. There's definitely there's definitely a vision behind the products, and internally, um, we like to we like to think of other photo software as uh, you know cars with manual transmission, and uh, treat Luminar as a as a very high end car with an automated transmission. And uh, there's definitely uh, you know a room for manual cars with manual transmission and automated transmission, but automated transmission just makes, for most people, makes the whole driving experience more comfortable and and, uh, trouble-free. So with us, with Luminar, for example, we want to take, as as you said, those monotonous tasks that require uh, a lot of, as we feel, extra moves, uh, you know, like uh, too, too many layers and masking and some things and like moving different sliders. If we if we feel that using uh, the power of machine learning, we can I- I improve that experience, 
then we then we add it to the luminar. If we feel that it's still, it still it it can't be done immediately, then we continue to work on it. But but basically the whole idea the whole idea behind luminar is that you know you enjoy taking photos and then you bring them back to luminar and then you don't spend time on I'd say like basic tasks like adding contrast or just working with highlights and shadows or even masking the sky or people you know because because the technology is so advanced nowadays you know we we let people go to space almost you know on a regular basis then why can't we use similar technology to um, uh, simplify lives of photographers or not just photographers but people who love photography and uh, and then still allow them to to be fully creative with uh, other, other other tools it just literally it's uh, it's it's about saving time like I, I i heard this interview uh of one of the from one of the countries in the middle east i don't remember uh, probably uh, not it was i, I just I, I don't want to be wrong but um they're using ai to save time for tourists who come to visit this place and uh, show them different great places and and make different routes shorter and things like that and the whole idea of that is giving more time to enjoy something and uh, basically with luminar we have the same approach we want to give you more time to enjoy uh, photography giving this photo your signature look or your signature feel and then automate everything that's just sort of a preparation stage to that. Mm-hmm. Um, some, something, something, something around this, something around that. Um, one thing that we are definitely not doing, and we actually stopped doing this from the very beginning, is we, we don't want to... The, the philosophy is against creating clones and, and copies of Adobe because that doesn't bring any value to the industry and doesn't bring any value to photographers themselves. Like no one needs, and we are we we are discovering this more and more. No one needs, um, let's say, just a subscription-free or cheaper version of of Lightroom or Photoshop, which are both fantastic pieces of software. So if you if you want a photographer, or a creative, or an artist to use your software along with uh, Adobe products, you have, to, you have to really innovate and bring more exciting new tools and uh, be really uh, you know, aligned with some new things, not just existing things. Yeah, it's an interesting concept, Alex, because, I, I, and I'm not going to you know, mention other, other companies, we all know who they are, but it seems like some of these other companies, they're, they're out to conquer Adobe. They're out to say, well, you know, we're going to replace Adobe. And maybe someday they will. I don't know. They're not. Yeah, nobody's do. replacing Adobe right now. So your your philosophy on, you know, let's work with them and let's use our software and integrate and everything, I, I, I think that's the right approach rather than trying to uh, trying to deal with the, the big elephant in the room, you know. I'm a, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not. A hardcore photographer myself. I love photography um, and take a lot of street and travel photos. You know, and, like 
you know, I've seen your stuff. It's, it's it's pretty good. It's really good stuff. I, I have several lenses, and I have several cameras, and I have several tripods, and I have several camera bags. And if if there are you know two, three, four pieces of software that can allow me to really achieve what I want in different scenarios and different situations, um, then I don't think that any software company should be uh, you know egocentric too egocentric to say, hey, just pick us, just choose us, because um, you know, it's, like, it's like you're telling an artist to use, to, use a very, uh, to use a single type of brush or something. Exactly. It still limits you, right? Yeah. So, exactly. so, so that's, exactly. why, that's why the whole idea with Luminar and with the next version is to have these new features on a regular basis, plus performance, so, of course. That's so, a problem. Sorry, Alex. You know, no, I was I was just going to jump in and say that you know I going back to your uh, point about saving time. You know, I was a diehard Photoshop user for many many years, and uh, over the last couple of years, I find myself using it less and less, and using Luminar more and more and more because of that time saving, because of the intuitive interface, and because of how well it processes the images, and it saves me time, so I can get back to doing the things that add value to my business and my life. And, and, and I think you really hit the nail on the head with, uh, with how this software is designed. It's been fantastic. And the minute you added libraries into the tool unlocked a whole new level of, of usability for, for me and for many others. And John, just so you know, they didn't wake up yesterday and do that. No, I think first time we met Alex two years ago, I think that was, you guys already were, Planning on the organizational end of the software, correct? Um, c- correct, and we are uh, see the, the challenge with the challenge with photography world, and you definitely know that is that this is the world's most popular hobby, and then you know two billion or some somewhere two billion people on Facebook share photos on a regular basis, a billion people on on Instagram, and it's like if you you know you can't please everyone. And then you'd really have to find, you know, your target audience with, with, with the product that you are building. And some want an organizational feature. Some want some AI tools. Some just want masking or, let's say, duplicate remover. And we are, we are constantly looking at these different groups of photographers or artists who, you know, who, who are looking for something new for their photography. And then, you know, a lot of people... A lot of people would say, you know, you guys were late with the library, and I feel like we were late with the library. But then we were um, the first, the first, uh, um, you know, photography software company to release uh, AI Sky Enhancer that basically replaces um, structure and highlights and shadows and contrast and uh, many many other sliders. And uh, we felt that there, there was a demand for a simple tool like that for for thousands of millions of photographers rather than just um, a library feature. And we actually discovered that there are people who would, who would say, you know, like, bring this or bring this or bring this. And, and the, the whole, the challenge is that people can, and I'm, I'm just that, I'm just like that as well. I can only request things that I have, you know, some previous experience with. So, like, I, I want, you know, a fa- faster library or, you know, a better structure tool or something. But but then no one needs 
a second of th something, right? So, right. So, you, so, so the whole idea is to look at these insights and clearly understand um, pain points of photographers and then come up with something that will solve the problem in a new and, and better way. And uh, the, the way, the way my, my friend and partner Dima likes to say, who is uh, Skylum's chief product officer, um, he, he has this car versus horse story where he said, well, you know, people can come to you and say, hey, you know, I'm, I ride a horse, then make me, but I want to get from place A to place B faster. Can you make me a faster horse? And then uh, what Dima, instead of making, you know, the, a horse that runs faster, Dima would say, you know, why do you need that? And they say, because we want to move faster. And then Dima will create a car. That, yeah. that that that's basically solving the same thing, but in a new way. And this is yeah. these are the little things that we are looking um, uh, to launch and to to innovate with in Luminar. It's you know, really like this little interesting new things that can be no, noticed by photographers and artists around the world, and then can uh, you know differentiate uh, a little company like Skylum yeah. rather Which than. Is which is great. Hey, Alex, for, for our listeners who aren't that familiar with AI or machine learning, could you give them just a quick little explanation of what you mean when you say that? Yes. And uh, I, I personally, I, I clearly understand that there, there will be um, part of audience uh, that that is sick of uh, AI as a phrase. And it, it, there were a lot of speculations on AI, which means artificial intelligence. Um, lately, and it, it's almost like a marketing term. And uh, our engineers prefer to say machine learning. But basically, uh, basically, what that means is that we we teach. Let's put it simple. We teach Luminar um, to automatically do some things that uh, photographers do manually. So, for example, um, in the in the new version of Luminar. Luminar 4 will have automated sky replacement. And that means that you move a slider or click a button and it will automatically do a segmentation between the sky, uh, you know, people, other objects, uh, do the masking, analyze different things, and then uh, attach a new sky to the, to the image. Or it can identify a person on the image, and let's say, don't touch that person if if you want a tool that can should only enhance the background or something. So, so by machine learning or AI, I mean uh, using uh, trained let's let's say trained models that they call trained models or neural networks that have been trained on uh, thousands and thousands of uh, images um, to um, identify different objects on the image and then make adjustments. Uh, based on on its knowledge, which is um, which is pretty awesome because a lot of the other photo editing tools, everything's manual. There's no necessarily intelligence or automation built into a lot of these photo editing tools, unless you go to the iPhone. Right, iPhone's got some great facial recognition and other tools in it, but but in terms of computer software, this is a it's a big deal. And it's especially important, like we, as I, as I mentioned, you know, we look at some uh, photography uh, 
uh, let's say, photography verticals that are more business-oriented, like real estate photography or wedding photography. And over there, they need to uh, automatically process thousands, if not millions, of images. And um, it, it will take forever to do that with 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 a person, and uh, you don't really need to waste time on that. If if if, uh, if let's I, I don't like the the word robot, but if a, if a software, if a technology can identify uh, you know humans on the photos and just enhance the background or remove uh, uh, you know skin spots or some other imperfections, and then you just you just polish it with your style or creativeness. Yeah. Just, yeah, I mean, which is great. A, so, you, you know, you kind of touched on this in your explanation. Thank you for that. But you guys just came out today with a very big announcement. Timing is everything. Yeah. Yes. So so you mean Luminar 4? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we um, we launch a new a new major version of Luminar every every year. And it's it's the first version that will be coming later later this fall. Uh, but we, the reason why we decided to make an early announcement is because, you know, we have a number of really, really great features. And, you know, when you have something great and you put them all in one basket, that sort of doesn't sound so exciting. So we, so, so we decided to announce the product early. And then, uh, and then as we go, um, Reveal a, a new interesting feature every every month. So this month is for uh, AI sky replacement, the way we, the way we call it. Um, then August will be another feature. Then some more features in September, and then sort of a summary of these and more features in October, and uh, and uh, the whole reveal and launch in in November. Um, the the thing that I can say it will be uh, it will be our best release. In terms of um, you know performance, and also our best release in terms of um, AI or let's put machine machine learning uh, based tools um, to speed up uh, photographers' you know, workflow and um, uh, photography experience in general. Yeah, it's pretty exciting the the changes that are coming out in this la- latest major release. So looking forward to seeing it. Uh, what what they do, John, and I, you know, I've seen it in in the couple of years. You know, they don't just bring something out because it's different. They get it right. right. Um, I, I think that, and Alice, correct me if I'm wrong. You probably could have dealt with this library situation quicker, but better to get it right and have it where you want it than to rush things out just to. Right, right. Have something, you know. The thing with the thing with library or image organization in general is that, you know, if it was for, you know, photos are not just, you know, pieces of bricks or just, uh, you know, just for us, photography is like, it's it's more than a photo. It's literally when you have a lot of photos, that's your that's your precious stones. You care about them. And imagine as you you put them in the software, and then and then something happens to them. They get corrupted, or lost, or whatever. And this the software is is a, the software is is complicated. It's not easy to to write the code. It's not it's not easy to to make you know hardware or software. So that's why 
with with the library or with photo editing tools. For us, we want to to play safe. We want to innovate, but at the same time, we want to play safe and make sure that um, photos of uh, people are not going anywhere and they're not getting lost or corrupted or whatever. So it's it's better to have less features and then keep on building them rather right. than to get a lot of raw tools and then uh, and, and truth to be told, truth to be told, we are a young company, we learn a lot and we had a history of launching several raw updates and uh, we got uh, all the negativity, we learned our mistakes and uh, now we do, uh, we you know, treat this uh, you know, more, I would say more seriously, we have always been serious about that, but we are more cautious and we check more, we do QA, quality assurance uh, more and and more for every release just because we understand that hey, this is this is about your photography and you, you really want to make sure it's safe and everything is good with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that uh, you folks do, um, you know, and I'm going to speak to this uh, assuming that some people that are listening to this podcast may never have tried Luminar before. And it's a, in addition to everything that we've talked about so far uh, on the web, on their, on Skylum's website, there has to be, uh, I don't even know how many, but numerous uh, webinars and numerous educational tools that, very quickly uh, using other photographers and their creative uh, abilities can really teach the new uh, the new luminar user or even people people that are you know every day I, I do my workshops I find people that are really new to photography yes. and, and 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 those issues are addressed. Uh, really, really well uh, on on your website, Alex. And you are, you're to be commended for that. Not yeah. many people think about doing that. Great support for sure. So, know. hey, Alex, can I ask you? So, there's a there's an offshoot of Luminar called Luminar Flex. Could you right. talk about that just briefly? Yes. Yes. Um, so you know, like you mentioned earlier, earlier that. Uh, there are companies, uh, software companies, that clearly you know, run around and say, "Hey, we are, you know, an A company alternative because, because, because." And for us, this is just, this is just, I would say, silly. It just, you know, it's just wrong towards photographers. So when we launched, uh, because you know, it, it's not about one company to decide, you know, where you need to switch. It's about other things. So, so with us, when we launched Luminar Libraries and focused the whole launch experience on libraries, we've discovered that about 40% of our customers uh, feel like, you know, they want to use Luminar as a plugin and uh, stick with an Adobe ecosystem. And the whole experience for them was, you know, launching the library first and then talking and even not, not, not being forced to move photos to the Luminar library was still confusing. I mean, we are, we are, it, it still took some extra time to start using uh, Luminar as a tool. So the whole experience with uh, the, the whole experience for Adobe cost, uh, for Adobe users was not uh, 
uh, ideal from our perspective. So, we, we, and, and there were people who said, hey, I'm sticking with, I just need your editing tools. I, I want the X in the eye, I want some other things, I want sun rays, I want, and let, just, just, just let me use that. So because we, because the team was so busy with library and everything, we, and we couldn't provide the best user experience for Adobe customers, we felt that we should just launch a version of Luminar and call it Luminar Flex. That's, uh, that's for people who stay in Adobe ecosystem and use it as a plugin for Photoshop, or Lightroom Classic, and then uh, enjoy these extra tools. And it, it also works as, a, as, as an extension for Apple Photos because you know, when we talk about photography and photography software companies, we usually forget that probably one of the most popular photography software companies is Apple with uh, photos for Mac and photos for iPhone. And uh, a lot of people are using that. So we thought that we'll launch people who launch, who use photos for Mac or photo, Apple photos or Adobe Lightroom or Adobe Photoshop can definitely benefit from tools in uh, Luminar uh, because these tools are not available for them in their, in their let's say, default software. So instead of forcing them to, them to switch, we want to complete this experience with, with our tools and launch it flex. So, Outstanding. Thank you very much for that. Yeah, it's really interesting. I, 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 it's funny. I'm still, uh, you know, for me, I'll use Luminar as a standalone tool, and then I'll also use Luminar as a, as a plugin for the Adobe ecosystem as well. So I, I've still, I run the gamut. I'm yeah, using yep. all of those, and that's that's the beauty of, <coughs> excuse me, the beauty of what you guys deliver is is uh, a lot of flexibility for allowing me to work the way I want to work, and that's what I, I love about working with Skylum and Luminar products is is I can do it the way I want to do it. I, I would tell people too, uh, Alex, and, and and if I'm mistaken here, just jump in and hit me over the head, but. This library system is not that difficult once you kind of understand it. Um, when you look at it initially, you might go, oh, what am I doing here? But, I mean, it's, it's, I think it's really user-friendly once you understand the concept behind it. Again, there are tutorials that you can look at and understand it you know, in, in, in two minutes. It's very easy. It's like, it's almost like, uh, you know, my, I have two kids, and uh, uh, for both of them, um, if they don't know something, they feel really. They, they, maybe it's them, the kids, but they they got frustrated when they don't know something immediately, and they don't want to spend a lot of time, you know, learning new things. But I keep explaining them: if you really want to benefit from something new, you need you need to take at least a little bit of time to learn this new technology or to learn this new thing because yeah, eventually sure. it will save you a lot of time, maybe money, and maybe bring many, 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 many more other benefits. So if, if anyone in the world has, let's say, 10, 15 minutes of their time to just yeah. look at the library, analyze it a little bit, or just check, like you said, online trainings and stuff, then exactly. it, it will just be you know much better in the long run. So, so it just... And I don't think that 10 to 10 minutes is something that we can't invest in making ourselves better as photographers. Totally. 
Totally. Um, John, do you have anything else that you want to cover? And, and then I'll ask Alex the same question. No, we, I, I think this has been absolutely wonderful, Alex. I think you've, I, I had a, a few areas that I wanted to talk to you about, uh, but I, I've learned a lot. It's been a pleasure having you on the show today. So. It's been a pleasure. And, and yeah, like you said at the beginning, I, I can't believe it has been more than uh, two years now. Time flies really quickly. And that, that, you know, that makes my point about saving time and making meaningful things even more you know, important. And uh, I, I definitely look forward to catching up uh, with you guys in New York or Geek Harbor or somewhere in the world. Well, I will be at Photo Plus, and you know when you when you come to Washington, maybe we can get you on to make a couple hour drive up from Portland and Please. get together here. You you know it's it's really um, it's really been kind of satisfying for myself to see how this company has uh, really done really well over the period that we've known each other, and um, you know. It's, it's not easy. It, there's more people would like to do this and have failed, and you guys have really taken the ball and run with it. Um, you know, uh, one of the things that we want to talk about just briefly before we um, end the podcast here, and I really want to thank uh, Alex and Marian and all the people over uh, across the, the the ocean here, as we say. Um, for giving us the opportunity to bring the program to our podcast listeners. And uh, what they've done for us is pretty pretty interesting. Um, we have an email address, and the email address is we talk photo. That's the name of our podcast, We Talk Photo. Uh, not case sensitive, just we talk photo at gmail.com. And the first 10 emails we get from folks who have heard this podcast who would like a free copy of Luminar 3. And we talked about Luminar 4. That's not going to be available uh, for a number of months, uh, probably October. Am I correct, Alex? Is that later in the, later in the fall? Um, yes, it, uh, it's in, in November, November. November. Okay, good. So, you know, you've got three or four months to learn how great the program is. And for the first 10 people, the first 10 emails we get, um, the the uh, Luminar Skylum folks are going to give away a free copy of Luminar 3. And we'll get those emails, Maria, and fire them over to you with the email addresses and uh, maybe you could respond to them and tell them where they could go to download with some kind of a key or whatever you want to do with that. Yeah. And then, and then additionally, folks, um, we're going to post this podcast up in a couple days um, by maybe the end of this week, maybe two or three days. And for 30 days after this podcast goes live, um, the Skylum uh, Luminar folks will offer a 10% discount. We'll put the information on our show notes page. Uh, if you click on the link that we're going to put up there, uh, I believe it's skylum.com, um, and put the code in, uh, we talk photo. Um, Maria, am I correct here? Have I gotten anything wrong yet? 
Uh, well, actually, the coupon code does not expire, and it gives a $10 off any purchase through Skyline website. Oh, perfect. That's even better. Wow. Guys are, guys are great. Um, so we'll post all of that on our show notes page. Uh, um, and um, and uh, it's very generous of, of you guys to, to do that for us. And I, I hope our listeners take advantage of that. And again, um, please just go to the show notes page for the uh, way to claim your free uh version we're giving 10 10 10 copies away and then uh, the 10 percent off uh, products from skylum uh, luminar um, and thank you so much for that for our people and hopefully Indeed. we can get them uh we can get them hooked because we're hooked yep we are hooked. being hooked is being is good and uh, we appreciate your time and Alex, uh, you know, John and I will stay in touch with Maria and you, and when you get uh, here, we'll schedule some time together. I can't wait. Sounds, sounds like a great plan. And thank, thanks again for this opportunity. It's, uh, it's really okay. And then when the next, uh, when sure. Luminar uh, 5 and 6 and 7 and 8 come out, we'll have to get you back, you know? You got it. You got it. <laughs> maybe, maybe sooner. You know, maybe yeah. November. But we'll talk more. Yeah, yeah we, we could. When Luminar 4 launches, let's have you back and uh, talk about yeah. what a great application it is. Yeah, you know it's going to be. Okay, everybody. Well, we'd like to thank you all for taking some time to listen to our podcast, wetalkphoto.com. Our website is www.wetalkphoto.com. Our email, again, is wetalkphoto.com. Uh, I'm sorry, wetalkphoto at gmail.com. <laughs> It's early in the morning. It's yep. late where you folks are. We appreciate the time. So thank you all. Thank you, you all. Have a great day. Thanks okay. so much. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. Bye.